0: Hey, hackers! This is the Bug Podcast by Pentesterland, the podcast for pentesters and bug bounty hunters. We tackle technical questions and inspirational topics to help you develop both a hacker skill set and mindset. Welcome to this podcast number four. I'm your host Miriam and the title of this episode is Nmap Outputs and Motivation versus Inspiration. I have two segments for you today. Favorite hacks on the different kinds of Nmap outputs and personal growth on the difference between motivation and inspiration and how you can use this knowledge to find your inner strength and defeat laziness or procrastination. You're getting used to it now. I'm including a segment that's not about hacking or anything technical. It's more about hacking your life to be happier and more productive. Also, if you prefer written text, you'll find the whole transcript on pentesterland slash podcast under episode number 3. It's also helpful for finding any links or commands mentioned in this audio. Q&A segments I recently saw a tweet by Luke Stevens about how to convert map XML output to HTML output. I wasn't aware of this possibility, so I want to share with you this tip and remind you of the different ways to output and save nmap results. And also, why you should always save nmap results. There are four types of nmap outputs normal, XML, grepable, and script kid output. Normal output is what you see printed on your screen when you run nmap. If you use the option dash o n filename, dash uh, lowercase o uppercase n space filename, nmap saves what you see printed on your screen to the file you gave it. XML output is when you use the option dash o x space filename. It's lowercase o uppercase X. It saves Nmap's results in an XML file. Grepable output is when you use the option OG space file name, it's lowercase O, uppercase G. It saves the results in a format which allows for easy graping. What this means is that if you scan tens or hundreds of hosts, the grepable file will contain a single line for each host including all the information it's obtained for it. Both numbers, their status open, filtered or closed so service versions, etc. So you can easily use this format to extract all hosts which have a specific open port or service version. ScriptKD output is normal output processed to look funnier, it's not really useful but I'm just telling you it exists. The option for it is dash lowercase o uppercase s space filename. So which of these options do you have to use in practice? My recommendation is to systematically use all of them, that way if after you finish testing and you you have a need that you didn't anticipate, like graphing for something, you will have all three outputs available. You won't need to redo any nmap scans because you didn't use the right output format the first time. The option for saving all three outputs is dash, lowercase o, uppercase a, space file name. It creates three files, .gnmap file with grappable outputs, a .xml file with xml output and a .nmap file with normal output. If you feel lost right now because you're not familiar with Nmap, and maybe there's too much information and options. Here is the single thing that you can take away from all these segments. When you do an Nmap scan, always use the option dash O A space filename. That's dash lowercase o uppercase a space filename. The reason why you should always systematically save your Nmap results is that one, it gives you traceability. If a client complains about network issues, you can check whether you had any scans running at the same time. 2. It gives you access to nmap's results even after the testing period has ended. If you're writing your pentest report and need to check something, you won't need to redo any scans. 3. If you're doing long-term pentesting on the same targets or bug bounty hunting, you will be able to compare the state of open ports and services on the same targets after months. 4. And this is a huge one, login files allows you to stop your nmap scans and resume them. If your network connection is cut off and the nmap scans stop, you can later resume them and they will continue from where they were stopped. This is particularly handy when you're testing hundreds of hosts at the same time, or if you're scanning all open ports which can take a long time, or if you have networking issues you don't want to have to start the scans over just because your laptop was turned off or your network connection was cut off. The option to resume a scan is dash dash resume space filename, the file can be either in normal or grippable output. This shouldn't be an issue since we're always using the –oA output option, right? In case you need other output formats like HTML or saving to a database, there are no native options for that but for html output you can convert and map xml files to html with this command xsltproc filename dot dash o space dot so it's xs Proc, space, filename.xml, space dash o space, filename.html What if you want to save results in a database? nmap doesn't have a native option for that, and I didn't find any tool for this that's updated regularly and is stable, doesn't break when a new version of nmap is released. So the best option for me is to write a custom script that parses nmap XML output and saves the results in your database. So that was everything I know and map outputs if you have any additional information or if you know a good tool for saving results to a database i'd love to know please share it with us personal growth segments there is a huge difference between motivation and inspiration often people use them interchangeably i'm guilty of this too But beyond words, knowing the difference between these two concepts is crucial for anyone who strives to improve themselves and live a better, happier, more productive life. In this segment, I want to explain the difference, why you don't need others to motivate you, how you can become both inspired and motivated to change your life and yes, even beat procrastination. Do you know this feeling when you watch a movie like Rocky or Karate Kid and by the end you're so excited and uplifted, you feel on top of the world like you could accomplish amazing incredible things just like the movie's heroes. You could learn karate, boxing, train days after days after days until you become a world class champion just like them. So on the spot, you decide to start running or strength training, swimming, yoga, whatever you think is. You do it just one day, two, three, then life starts getting in the way. You don't last long. In less than a month, it's already a thing of the past, you remember having watched the good movie, having tried to do something regularly, but it is just so hard, and you just don't have the time. After all, is it really important, considering that you have a lot of work and you want to go out with your friends and you're always mentally and sometimes physically tired at the end of the day and you just want to relax and watch TV or YouTube? In this picture, the feeling you have just after watching the movie is inspiration. It comes from an external source, in this case, the story of a movie character. You can find inspiration anywhere, in music, art, movies, tweets, stories of other people, biographies, nature, podcasts, etc. But in Inspiration doesn't last long. After a few days or weeks, it won't be enough to push you to do whatever it is that you have decided to do every day. Exercise, write, create, work, learn, etc. What gives you the energy to go on every single day despite obstacles is motivation. It can only come from within. Motivation is when you have a goal. You know exactly what it means to you, why you want it, what it will feel like when you reach it. It is when you can no longer tolerate the current state of things and the only obstacle option left is to change and do whatever work is necessary to attain that goal. Wherever someone asks me, tell me something motivation, I have this hard thing to do and I really need motivation. I tell them no, you don't need me to motivate you. I can inspire you by working by your side, showing you interesting books, podcasts or tips to improve your productivity level, but only you can motivate yourself. You do this by having a clear vision of what you want, why you want it and then making a plan to make it happen. If you can envision yourself at that desired place, you will find yourself doing the work and finding the time right before going to work, before bed, during the weekends. Your passion will lift you up. Your why will keep you going when you have difficulties. You will have all the drive you need. The secret is consistency. If you want to beat procrastination and get to the next level, here is what I suggest you do. Take some time to answer these three questions. What is my goal? Why do I want to achieve it? Why is it so important to me? What do I need to do every day, week or month to achieve it? This can be things like I need to read an analyze one bug bounty write-up every week or I need to do 50 push-ups every day, etc. Once you did your inner work and found your own motivation, keep it going by looking for inspiration around you. Watch podcasts, conference talks, read books about positive people who achieved what you are trying to do. Listen to good, uplifting music while you are working on your goal. If you still have difficulties because your life is really not easy and your work is really tiring or takes up too much of your time, well, I've been there. This is a talk for another time about turning your your life upside down to get rid of any blocking issues, but you will still need to do the same inner work and find motivation. Everyone needs this. So I can't wait to hear about you. Tell us by leaving a comment on the show notes page on pentester.land. Or if you're shy, tell only me by email. Share your answers to these three questions so that we can hold you accountable. What is your goal? Why do you want to achieve it? And what will you do every day to make it happen? Bonus segments. I stumbled upon a GitHub repo of that style programming jokes. And oh my God, I think they're so funny. But maybe it's just me, you tell me. Here's one. What is a computer virus? A terminal illness. Here's another one. How many developers does it take to change a light bulb? None. It's a hardware issue. Oh, and the last one. What did JavaScript call his son? Jason. If you like this, there's more at github.com slash websbos slash dad dash jokes. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening to the Backhunter podcast by Pentesterland. If you like what you just heard, please share with your friends and colleagues. Like, subscribe, and comment. Also, send your questions and suggestions by DM on Twitter at twitter.com slash or send us an email to contacts at See you next time. Keep on hacking.